Looking to stand out from the pack at your first job? When you earn a master's in management from Georgetown, you'll gain the skills employers value most, elevating your career prospects for years to come. Get started at choosegeorgetown.com slash MIM. Hi, you've come to the right place for all the latest on driverless vehicles. It's the Smart Driving Cars podcast. I'm Fred Fishkin, along with the Faculty Chair of Autonomous Vehicle Engineering at Princeton University, Alan Kornhauser. Hi, Alan. Uh, Good morning, Fred. Well, plenty of news for us to get to once again, and we'll start off with Uber. The CEO announced yesterday that the company will invest more than $150 million opening an engineering center in Toronto and growing its self-driving car operations. The plan is to hire hundreds focused on AI research. Alan, this comes about six months after the horrible crash in Arizona that killed pedestrian Elaine Herzberg. And a lot of people were questioning Uber's future when it comes to self-driving vehicles. This is, I guess, a big statement. Yes, it is a big statement. And I think it's it's going in a direction for them that, that basically goes back at the roots of this uh, much of the many of the folks who deal with the AI portion of this um, come out of uh, out of Toronto and so and Canada and so for them uh, uh, to um, to go back there and in that location to really go to the the, the fundamental roots uh, of uh, the technology at least the uh, the artificial intelligence or the algorithmic uh, aspects of the technology and to, uh, to focus there, I think is really good. And as we've already talked about, uh, they've recently signed up Toyota as a partner to the tune of about uh, half a billion dollars. And in the latest smart driving car newsletter, you highlight a piece on Uber's continuing testing of vehicles in Pittsburgh. They're not doing it with passengers though. Right, uh, they're they're right, and they're continuing to test it, and they're testing it, of course, with attendants on board, and they've gotten their um, their uh, procedures uh, uh, honed a little bit better, and I think now everybody in the corporation realizes that uh, that this is really important, and one has to be uh, very uh, careful in doing it, and. Um, it, they they need it. They they absolutely have it to grow. Um, uh, their valuation uh, isn't a real valuation without it. Also in the newsletter, uh, a Bloomberg article on plans in France to upgrade existing trains and tracks to create autonomous transport uh, with the first prototypes ready. They expect in in five years or so. Well, it's it's nice to see the railroad industry finally realizing that maybe uh, what they should do is is a look look a little bit more into uh, automating their their operation. And of all folks, the SNCF, uh, my goodness, uh, might end up being uh, world leading on this. Uh, yes, Rio Tinto has done it with their trains in Australia. Uh, but it's nice to see um, an old line, uh, uh, classic uh, railroad operation like SNCF out there really looking at and saying, my goodness, uh, uh, maybe there, there are some real operational opportunities that we can now capture 
um, if we um, if we basically make the uh, operation automated. Here we are with our own right of way. It's all protected. We really don't have children playing with balls on the street on on the track, so therefore we don't have to wor- worry uh, about that. Um, and uh, the train couldn't stop anyway, so the the kids know that they shouldn't be playing uh, ball on the tracks. And um, and they, we uh, we have rails that they keep us um, and do the lateral control piece of this. Uh, we really uh, have to just focus on the longitudinal control. And, uh, and look at what this uh, might be able to do to our operation. Uh, look at, a, at maybe some new services that we might be able to offer and improve services such that we grow our business. It, it, it's always amazed me that Warren Buffett and, and the Burlington uh, uh, North, Northern Santa Fe Railroad haven't, uh, haven't uh, adopted um, uh, automation and uh, and uh, and said, my goodness, here we have these rail assets, um, these fixed assets. Uh, we can make better use out of them, um, running uh, frequent uh, uh, trains, uh, short trains uh, between points, and maybe uh, getting a new customer as opposed to uh, uh, just continuing to so- serve our old customers with two and four mile long uh, coal trains. Uh, but I guess maybe Warren thinks that um, uh, we're going to continue to move coal for a long time. So why bother getting a new customer? Interesting. Some car makers to talk about. Uh, Mercedes is talking about its role in the future of urban mobility, something it calls vision urbanetic, using autonomous vans. Well, I think that's that's a really uh, interesting piece that's uh, come out of uh, Mercedes. Uh, because uh, their concept with respect to a car is uh, is uh, how do we uh, take those one percenters of this world who have too much mobility anyway and give them even uh, better mobility for themselves and and really um, um, uh, I guess uh, sell a few very expensive vehicles to them uh, that certainly have no societal or social impact uh, of any kind. Um, that's positive anyway. Um, uh, but uh, this this effort is really one in which uh, uh, it's a looking at not only do I do it with, with people, but with with freight and with goods movement and, uh, and how do I do it with people really focused on doing it on a, a shared ride basis and really um, extending um, uh, uh, mobility uh, to uh, what I like to call mobility disadvantaged uh, people that, that, that don't have um, uh, access to uh, to conventional transit or co- conventional transit can't even begin to serve them uh, very effectively. But with the automation and the kind of vision that they're putting together uh, in which um, it would really be a, a focused on a shared ride opportunity on all the environmental uh, and and congestion benefits that you can get out of that um, I applaud their um, uh, their initiative interesting Volvo familiar name has unveiled an all-electric and autonomous truck without a cab this looks pretty amazing doesn't it Yes, and I uh, I invite everybody to look at smart driving cars and click on the video. I think uh, when you look at this, um, it's it's really uh, um, where um, the uh, 
the, the technology should go with respect to uh, driverless uh, uh, goods movement. Uh, you know, the, the, the goofy demo that, uh, and really bad demo, in my opinion, that, that Auto put together in Colorado, that famous one, where, uh, you know, they, they um, actually they had a driver in there, so it wasn't driverless, so it was all, you know, mirrors and, and, uh, and, and trickery in some sense. Uh, and, uh, and the worst part of it is, is that they're then suggesting that, uh, that they can move out, uh, adult beverages uh, and um, uh, where, in fact, uh, you know, uh, self-driving is not, should not be tied uh, with the consumption of, of adult beverages, driverless can be, but when you uh, you need adult supervision on the system that you're putting out there, uh, that adult supervision uh, should not be coupled with uh, adult beverages. Uh, so uh, I I have not I did not like uh, that demo. Uh, but what uh, Volvo is putting together here is if you're really talking about driverless, then then you don't you don't have a cab, and uh, the systems that they have put together certainly uh, I don't think uh, they're, they're, we're going to see them on on the, our streets or or freeways very soon, but certainly in in um, in port operations, uh, uh, moving uh, 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 containers and and. Uh, and chassis around uh, absolutely, uh, uh, and so uh, that that will be the beginning. That's a beginning market for them, and uh, then to begin to leak out on the on the public roadways uh, as the as people become comfortable with the technology. So um, I like their design. And Volvo, the car maker, is being criticized in the publication Curbed for the 360C concept vehicle, a luxury autonomous ride. They're positioning as a replacement for short haul flights. And the headline here says it's what our cities don't need. And I agree. I mean, and uh, this is Volvo cars, which is a different company than Volvo trucks. Um, And uh, yes, again, to me, the, the, the driverless, uh, technology is an opportunity to provide mobility uh, for many. It, it's, it's, it's a production machine. It, it produces mobility. And to have it uh, save for an individual to, uh, uh, for them to own and for them to be placed in a cocoon while they get transported by themselves uh, from A to B uh, seems to be um, a waste of the technology. Um, uh, it can be put to much more productive and better societal use uh, than than that one, uh, and and I think it sends the wrong message. Um, and, and to me, if if uh, these uh, technologies are going to use our public roadways, uh, they should be providing uh, mobility. They're, they that's what the, uh, that's what they're fundamentally capable of is the production of, of, of that good, that mobility. And, and of course, um, I'd like to see them provide that mobility to the mobility disadvantage first. And, uh, and uh, the whole concept that it's this thing, this stuff is now uh, another toy for the, for the super rich 
Um, uh, just uh, to me, it's the wrong message, but um, whatever. BMW is showing a self-driving motorcycle. Now, the plan here isn't so much to sell self-driving motorcycles. They intend, they say, to use the technology to improve safety. And I think that is, that is a great message that, that BMW is putting out with them. As we've talked about here, Fred, with respect to automation technology, we have, we have safe driving cars, trucks, buses, or motorcycles, self-driving cars, trucks, buses, or motorcycles, and uh, driverless uh, cars, trucks, buses, and motorcycles. And um, uh, now, so, um, uh, and the focus here is on the safe driving uh, motorcycle. And just as in with, with cars where the, where the technology is probably the most beneficial. Why? Because uh, it saves our lives and it saves, our, it saves us from injuries is if it's basically um, available all the time uh, overseeing our own use of the technology, our own driving. And if for good or bad reasons, we uh, get ourselves into trouble as we're doing this, it basically c- comes in and gives us a get out of jail free card or saves us uh, from a crash. And, and that's the focus that BMW has put on this. And uh, I can imagine that if you're riding a motorcycle, um, uh, you may find that, oh, my goodness, I'm about to lose it. And uh, if you're really good, maybe you can save it. <clears throat> but what BMW has, seems to have done or is working to make, try to have done is to say that basically the technology is sitting there running in the background all the time while you're uh, riding, driving the, the motorcycle. But if you start to lose it, it will keep you from losing it. So again, it's like the analog brakes that we have in our cars. It keeps us from misusing the brakes. It's like the stability control uh, that's in our cars now, at least uh, all those manufactured post-2012. Um, and that keeps us from losing our rear ends. If we go around a turn too fast or start going around a turn too fast, uh, the purpose of this technology, as BMW points out, is is if you're uh, riding your motorcycle and uh, you start to lose it for, uh, again, good or bad reason, it's going to take over and uh, at least try to keep you and help you out uh, from not losing it. So um, kudos to BMW on this one. Yeah, and car makers have taken to really advertising uh, the safety features that have come from all of this research into uh, into smart driving cars. The ads always show, it seems, uh, most of the ads today are, are showing vehicles that are saving drivers from themselves. Absolutely. And, and you know, and, it, and, and at times we need to be saved from ourselves because... Because we misbehave out there. Oh, of course, you don't, Fred, and I don't. <laughs> everybody else around me does. Um, and, and, for, and, and for good or bad reasons, whatever, we're just human. Okay, sorry, we're not perfect. Or, um, um, but um, and, and, that, and that's really, um, 
that's that's really the the best use of this automated technology and that it sits there and it keeps us in, in some sense in the straight and narrow not times we don't want to keep be kept in the straight and narrow and we uh, we we um, um, uh, stomp our feet and, and and have a hissy fit uh, but uh, but in a sense uh, uh, for society it, it is really good again supposedly uh, driving is is not a right it's a privilege and uh, and when we misbehave it'd be one thing if if it was only ourselves that, that we were put would be put, putting in danger uh, because in some sense uh, you know if we want to uh, misbehave and hurt our own selves uh, you know that should be our prerogative but unfortunately, in that whole process, we end up hurting others, and and there are, there are innocent victims that are out there, and in a sense, uh, that's the real reason for it. So, um, and and we we found that as we're we're driving ourselves in our own vehicles, all protected, uh, um, we tend to um, we tend to be really not behave uh, very politely and. Uh, and tend to misbehave, and it'd be it maybe this it'd be nice if the technology would just uh, you know remind us, hey, uh, cool it, okay, um, get a grip. So uh, eventually, maybe BMW will be using some of this technology in its advertising for for motorcycles. It would be great. I, I you know again, kudos to them. I mean, it's just it's it's it's, and as I point out, also you know they're not the first ones to try. Try this because um, because uh, Anthony Lewandowski in the 2005 Grand uh, Challenge. I mean, he was out there uh, trying to do it with the motorcycle. And, uh, what's that? Um, uh, Thirteen years ago. So um, anyway, um, whatever. We're also hearing about Apple, bit by bit, expanding its fleet of self-driving test vehicles in California. So they've been under the radar. And maybe here they come. Well, you know, they're staying under the radar. They don't have to tell us what they're doing, you know. They, and they tend to, to not want to until they're ready to put it out there in the market and, 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 and capture the value. I mean, if you look at their whole process with the iPhone and everything else and watches and so on. <clears throat> yes, uh, there are people out there that um, kind of try to look um, um, under the covers and see what the heck they're doing. Uh, but uh, uh, to them, they, they, they don't have to put the publicity out um, uh, because uh, because uh, uh, they're they don't want they don't want the valuation on the hype. They want the valuation on the delivery, and uh, so th- they're out there doing it. And um, and when they find that they're ready, um, uh, then watch out. Um, so um, uh, yes, they're out there, and again. Uh, if there are some folks that think that this isn't coming, um, you know, there are some very big players out there who uh, who um, are out there working. Uh, we don't even know what they're doing, but at some point um, uh, they're going to want to capitalize on all that uh, investment and um, and then watch out. Uh, there's word that the voluntary guidelines from the administration in Washington for car makers to submit reports on their efforts has not been getting uh, 
too much of a response. Only a few companies have complied. And today, for instance, Neuro, the self-driving delivery startup, has joined in releasing a voluntary safety report. Yeah, and you know, the, again, it's voluntary, and um, and um, they're, I guess, since it's voluntary, they're somewhat taking their time. But at least some very important ones have gone out there and 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 put them out there. You know, Ford's put it out there, GM's put it out there, um, uh, Waymo's put it out there, and now uh, Neuro's putting it out there with respect to goods delivery. And and um, and uh, sort of the last mile in goods delivery because they have uh, they have an operation that they, they've uh, they're testing out with respect to with uh, Kroger in Arizona, and um, and with respect to goods movement uh, that is a big opportunity uh, as we've discussed uh, uh, in the hours between one a.m. and five a.m. our Roadway infrastructure in essentially every city is totally unused. And um, if somehow Kroger or Amazon or somebody else uh, decides that, hey, my goodness, um, uh, the roadways are free and available, and now we can put these things out there to deliver um, uh, the goods to to our front door, uh, here we go. Now, you know, the, the current operation sort of requires you to, to unlock the compartment and take your groceries out of there yourself when the thing pulls up at your front door and so on. But, the, but that la- the last 50 feet problem, you know, uh, people will come out of the woodwork to solve that one. And, and, and there'll be different solutions for, different places and we can make that happen. Uh, but the last mile or the last five miles is what these um, uh, driverless vehicles are all about. And it looks like uh, we're, um, we're progressing in that. So, um, uh, and, and as I say, the last 50 feet problem. Meaning getting it from the vehicle to your door or into your hand. To your door, to your refrigerator, to your... Amazon box uh, to your who knows what. I mean, uh, all kinds of things will 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 will, will emerge. You know, and in some sense, uh, if one wants to look at, at some ways to do those kinds of things, one sort of looks at the the way the the postal services around the world have have solved kind of the the, fit, the last fifty foot problem, fifty feet problem. Um, in, in, in cities to, to be able to deliver mail. Um, uh, it, it, there might be, there might be, um, uh, that's where uh, you, you might use, have some labor or uh, there will be sort of um, local uh, mail drops or, or, or uh, package drops uh, for apartment buildings and those kinds of things. I mean, there, there, there's, I, th- I think that, that there'll be creative ways to solve that in all the various unique uh, solutions that exist and give an opportunity for many startups to, uh, uh, to innovate um, and, and deal with the last 50 feet problem. Arlington, Texas, interesting town. It will begin an autonomous shuttle system next month in partnership with Drive AI. They are doing some interesting things, aren't they? 
Yes, and, and again, this is this is uh, the interesting piece. Is this is the extensions uh, of um, of transit, or or not even the extensions of transit? It's 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 providing uh, uh, public mobility uh, in places where our current conventional public transport systems uh, are just uh, totally inefficient and. And inexpensive and, and unable to deliver the service. Um, the ability to do it uh, on demand, uh, serving uh, uh, onesie twosies uh, in terms of trips as opposed to uh, 15, 20, 30, 50, uh, 400 groupings of people is, is the opportunity that you can have with uh, automation and uh, that automation, that driverless automation, especially when it's not managed uh, by algorithms that basically just sit and, and wait for, ser- for demand for service and are able to basically turn on a, uh, turn on a dime and, and, and uh, provide that and redeploy the vehicles and, and redirect them um, is it just an enormous opportunity to provide the mobility as a service on demand to those communities and um, this is a this is a brave new world in the provision of uh, public transportation public transportation meaning mobility to anybody um, uh, to serve them as opposed to saying oh my goodness we're going to offer this service and you change your demand so that you um, you um, uh, uh, match up with the service that I'm providing. Uh, that's completely backwards. Uh, what this uh, what the automation allows you to do now is to be able to say, okay, where do you want to go? We'll do it. Uh, it's a completely flipping of 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 the uh, of these service offerings. And it's a service offering that's it's customer focus rather than, uh, hey, this is the way I'm operating, take it or leave it. It's interesting because Arlington hasn't had much in, in the way of uh, public transportation. Maybe that's an advantage in looking at some new solutions. Uh, they I don't have. Think they have any. I don't think they have any. They might not even have any. You know, I, uh, one of my students uh, just um, uh, showed me a plot of where uh, all the bus and train stops are in New Jersey, okay? It is amazing how much of New Jersey doesn't even have a bus stop, okay? Uh, New Jersey Transit only serves 4% of the trip, so yes, they are, they're, 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 uh, they're irrelevant, okay? And so now, all of a sudden, uh, if you have if you have um, uh, driverless vehicles out there that are uh, able to operate on the on the road systems uh, that are out there, all of a sudden, now guess what? Everybody has uh, access to a um, uh, to to that mobility. There are essentially now bus stops everywhere 
Oh my goodness. I mean, that's, that's a, that's, that is a whole different world. And finally, if you, if you're tired of hearing about uh, cars, buses, and trains from us, how about skateboards? <laughs> in the, in the latest <laughs> newsletter, you, you bring up the best electric skateboards of 2018, something from the verge. Well, yeah, I figure I'd throw that in there. You know, I mean, if you don't want to be, uh, you don't want to be chauffeured around in an autonomous taxi, then I guess uh, go out and buy yourself an electric skateboard and see if you can survive that one. I guess uh, you know you'll try to knock you off. You'll you'll uh, break a leg or something like that, or or you'll um, you know you'll you'll tear your ACL or something. And then you'll throw that in the closet and say, "Okay, Alan, uh, I'm, I'm, I now believe uh, let, let, let's do autonomous taxis. I'd rather be chauffeured around. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Take a look at it. I, I guess, I guess I would. I wish I was, uh, you know, some number of years younger, and maybe I tried to whatever." Well, on that note, Alan, uh, that's it for this edition. You can find us online at smartdrivingcar.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, even on your Amazon Alexa. Find my tech reports at textination.com. I'm Fred Fishkin with Alan Kornhauser. Thanks for tuning in. Always fun, Fred. <laughs>